It's now time for Cumberland Pirates basketball on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to St. Elmo High School for this, the final day of the 62nd annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament as our sports Saturday continues. Just a little bit ago, we heard the epic collapse of the Indianapolis Colts right here on WCRA. Hopefully, the Cumberland Pirates can avoid a collapse as they are here in the third-place game take on the St. Elmo Brownstown Eagles. Yes, the host St. Elmo. Interesting fact here about St. Elmo. This will be the first time since the 2014 holiday tournament. Again, not including 2020 when there wasn't a holiday tournament, but the first time since 2014 that St. Elmo will not be competing in the uh, championship game. Like, not in the, the championship game for the first time since 2014. They finished second last year. Again, there was no tournament in 2020. Won it in 2019. Second in 2018, won it in 2017, second uh, in 2016, and then they won it back in 2015. Like I said, they have not uh, not been in the championship game uh, since 2014, but they will be tonight, and they'll be taking on the Cumberland Pirates. Cumberland enters after a loss last night, as we uh, heard right here on WCRA, as they lost to a very good Windsor Stoustros team. But Cumberland held that lead from the end of the first quarter all the way through the start of the fourth. So they definitely were in it uh, for a large majority of it, just couldn't quite find enough to put it away in the end. And Windsor Sustros was able to come back and get the four-point victory in that one. Daniel Brownstown, they fell by one on Thursday night to the number one seed Hillsborough. So you know that they're definitely going to be a, a tough team. St. Elmo always plays well or coached well. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a very tough matchup here for this Cumberland Pirate basketball team. Now, again, we're looking at this Cumberland team and saying, hey, who's going to step up? Who's going to be the leader on this team? Who's going to kind of lead the team here early in the season? Because record-wise, St. Elmo enters at 6-4 and four here tonight. Pirates at 3-5. and five. Now, St. Elmo is the lower seed. Cumberland's the two seed. St. Elmo is the four seed. So, seed-wise... Uh, you know, Cumberland's higher, but just like it's been all tournament long, Cumberland has a worse record than the seed that they're facing. So uh, definitely an uphill battle here tonight for the Cumberland Pirates. And, you know, St. Elmo, as we've talked about, they always, you know, play Cumberland tough. This gym has always been kind of an Achilles heel for the Pirates. So I, I, I hope Cumberland comes out ready to play tonight. If, if Cumberland's not ready to put that 100% effort in tonight, it could be a long night here for the Pirates as they just, uh, you know, you have to give it 100% here against a very, very good basketball team. And the St. Elmo team is a very, very good basketball team. And, you know, Cumberland's got to try and figure out what they can do here to get the win here tonight and try and gain some momentum here before we kind of take a little bit of a break. There is going to be a game on Tuesday where Cumberland will travel up to Martinsville. But then after that, you have a break until after Christmas when you head to Vandalia and play all those games over at the Vandalia Holiday Tournament. So you want to build some positive momentum heading into that tournament, but uh, it's got to happen tonight here against St. Elmo Brownstown. And, you know, we talked with Coach after the game last night, and I felt that last night's game was one of the best Cumberland Pirate games I've seen all season long. Uh, Offensively, I think they did a very good job. Defensively, I was very impressed with how they shut down Windsor Sustros through the first half. Uh, Second half was a little questionable. But, uh, you know, Cumberland's got to put together four quarters. And that has seemed to be a problem this year for this Pirate team, putting together four straight quarters. Now, last night they didn't have the single-digit quarter that they've had in games past this season. But they just don't seem to play with that intensity 
for four quarters. And you're going to need that if you're going to get a win tonight uh, if you're Cumberland against a very, like we said, a very good St. Elmo-Brownstown team. Uh, with uh, it, Now, the, the one thing Cumberland does have is the player advantage, being that uh, it's kind of a not quite a full roster uh, you know, on paper for St. Elmo. At least Cumberland has more players on paper than St. Elmo does. So that'll be interesting to watch and see if that comes a factor. As we saw last night, the foul trouble that the Pirates were in. And we'll see if that will affect things here tonight as well. Hopefully not. Hopefully the Cumberland Pirates have got the uh, the fouls out of the way and they are ready to play here tonight against, like we said, a very good St. Elmo team who, even though they will be the visitors, St. Elmo will be on the scoreboard. They're playing here at home. They are you know, they they have more of the crowd here. They are quote unquote the visitors, but they have the home advantage here of the home gym, you have to think, just because of the fact of it here in St. Elmo. But that'll be the matchup coming up here in just a little bit. We are now gonna take a break for our national anthem. When we come back, we'll have a starting lineup. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Basketball on WCRA. Listening to Cumberland Pirates Basketball on WCRA. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School as we get prepared for tonight's third place game here at the 62nd Annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. And let's get the starting lineups for you first for the Cumberland Pirates. That'll be the same five we've seen all season long. McMeekin, Maddox, McElravey, uh, McGee, Hendricks, and Bolt. That's the starting five. It's a good starting five. I think starting to get some chemistry. Uh, as the season goes on, they keep getting better and better, and I think playing stronger and stronger together as the year goes on. For St. Elmo Brownstown, who will, again, will be the visitors on the scoreboard here in St. Elmo, it'll be Jared Paisley, the uh, senior guard at six foot. It will also be Josiah Maxey, the junior guard, 5'8", as well as Cade Schaub, the junior forward, 6'1", and Caleb Campbell, the senior forward at 6'1", as well as Adam Atwood, the junior guard, 6'1". So, uh, definitely, like I said, uh, I only have uh, 
nine players on the St. Elmo roster. So, again, if foul trouble, which, again, we saw last night was definitely a, a problem for the Pirates, and it was a problem for both teams, but it ended up being more so for the Pirates. Um, if maybe that bites St. Elmo tonight, you may be in a little bit of trouble, I would think, if you are the Eagles. Of course, tonight's broadcast and all broadcasts of Cumberland Pirate Basketball would not be possible without support of our sponsors. That includes First Neighbor Bank, Toledo Democrat, and Greena Press, Scott Building Center, as well as Country Financial Curtis Walker, Lowen Holstaff Clap, Cuts Insurance, Pepsi Mid-America, and Evapco Midwest. Thanks to all of them for their support of Cumberland Pirate Basketball. Without their support, we would not be here broadcasting this game, and we greatly appreciate it. For me, I think the keys have to be keep feeding the big man, a.k.a. Gavin Hendricks. He has had a great tournament last night, 31 points he put up in that win. So I think you just need to keep feeding the big man down low, work it inside out if you're the Cumberland Pirates, but work it down low, attack the boards if you're Cumberland as well, and try your best to play some tough defense, but uh, just don't have empty possessions. Cumberland shot the ball very well last night we saw in the game. So that's definitely something I think that, you know, I'm excited to see as well. So uh, if Cumberland can keep the, you know, getting good quality shots, getting them to fall and play some good defense, I think Cumberland may be in a decent shape here tonight to try and take down the St. Elmo team. And again, St. Elmo, you have to figure, kind of has the the sixth man, we'll say, on the court with uh, the crown just because even though they are the visitors, they are... Again, here at home, Cumberland will be in their home whites with the blue numbers, yellow trim. St. Elmo in their visiting blues with the dark blue numbers and the white trim as we get set for tonight's broadcast. Glad you're with us here on WCRA here on this Saturday evening. You heard Illinois basketball. They got a win yesterday or earlier today over on WHQQ, hey, the sports weekend doesn't stop for you after tonight's Cumberland game. Altamont's in action tonight as well over on our Association 105-5-105, Jack FM. And then uh, tomorrow we got NFL football over on WHQQ as it will be the Chicago Bears hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. That game at 11 o'clock. And then it will be the Patriots and the, uh, I believe the Raiders uh, in action uh, at 3 o'clock over there on WHQQ. We wait for the tip off. It will be Pasley and Hendricks tipping, and it will be Maddox McElravey grabbing it in the backcourt. Cumberland will travel right to the left on your radio dial, and Cumberland will have the ball first. Max goes to the left wing. Picks up his dribble, trying to get it to Hendricks. Now he'll get it out to Hendricks to the volleyball court line. Hendricks, volleyball court line, free throw line. Now gets it out for McGee. McGee is going to drive inside, goes behind his back in the lane, and he turned it over. And we got a whistle and a foul. So a turnover and a foul on McGee quickly. His first of the game. Team's first. And it will be St. Elmo Brownstown ball. It'll be Atwood bringing it up. Atwood's going to go right wing. Picks up his dribble. Gets it down low to Schaub. Schaub working the block. Started by Bolt. Passes it outside to Pasley. Pasley outside again to Schaub. Schaub on the right wing. Now down low Atwood. Now back out to Schaub. He'll take a head on three. Good. Job with the three, and San Elmo leads it three to nothing. San Elmo showing pressure defense all the way down the floor. Gets it over to McGee now. McGee's going to go cross-court. Bolt, Bolt all alone. Corner three of his own. No good. Left it short. Rebound will go to Pasley. Pasley up ahead. 
Now to Schaub. Schaub, right wing. Passes it along to Campbell. Campbell's going to take a long two from the right side. No good. Rebound this time will go to McGee. We've got a whistle and a foul. Nope, we got to travel. That'll be another turnover on the Pirates. They're second of the game already. And when uh, Brownstown Sam will have it underneath the basket now. Inbound will go to Schaub. Schaub in the corner. Now up top of Atwood. Atwood. Going to go over left side. That's Pasley for three. In and out, no good. Rebound will go to Hendricks. Hendricks gets his first rebound of the night. Hopefully it won't be his last. McNeekin has it now on the right side. Gets it up top to McNeekin. Now over to Bolt in the corner. Back to McNeekin. Now by the ball court line. Now over McNeekin. Left wing. He's going to drive inside. Comes back out. Gets it to McElroy. Down low. Hendricks. Hendricks double team. Spins in the lane. He goes up. Foul on the floor. Be a foul on the four. That one will be on Josiah Maxey, his first, team's first. As Maddox McRoy will inbound it underneath the basket. Inbound will go out to McGee, left wing. McGee, left wing, try to get it down low to Hendricks. Elmo denies it. Now Hendricks does get it. Tough shot in the lane, good. Gavin Hendricks with that hook shot in the lane, and the Pirates are on the board. They still trail three to two. Six ten left to go, first quarter. Atwood with it. It's it over left side now to Shaw. Shaw thought about the three and said he's going to go back downstairs to Atwood. Atwood's going to come back out to Campbell. Campbell's out by the bottom ball court line now, directing traffic. Gets between the circles. Pass it over right-hand side to Shaw. Shaw right wing. Goes back this time to Pasley. Left wing. Up top now to Atwood. Atwood between the circles. Gets it over left side. Josiah Maxey down with Atwood. He fell. And it'll be a kickball. He's going to have a Shab who fell, grabbing the pass. Thought it was going to be a travel, but instead it'll be a kickball. It'll stay with St. Elmo. St. Elmo looking to inbound it underneath the basket. Hasley's still looking to inbound it. Gets it into Campbell in the corner. They're going to get Campbell for a travel. So Campbell with a travel. His first. Team's first. And it's 3-2. St. Elmo leads here in this third place game of the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. Still working the first quarter. Max McRae will bring it up, guarded by Atwood. Maddox picks up his dribble, gets the bolt to the free throw line. Bolt's going to go over in the corner. McNeekin all alone for three. In and out, no good. Rebound, they're going to go foul. Wait and see who it's on. It will be on Hendricks. That's his first, team second. As Weber will check in. No, check that. That is Bierman. Caleb Beerman checking in. McGee will sit down. As Pasley will bring it up for the Eagles. They lead 3-2. to two. Back the other way. Pasley is going to go up. Shot no good. Foul. Foul will go on Beerman. Just checked in his first. Team's third, and it will send Pasley to the free throw line for two. First two free throws of the night will come from Jared Pasley. First one on the way is good. He extends the lead to two. It's four to two. Five nineteen left to go. First quarter. Second one on the way from Pasley is up. Good as well. So he goes two for two and gives it a three point St. Elmo lead. Maddox over to Bolt. Bolt goes back to Maddox. Still in the backcourt, Max now back to Bolt, cross half court to a cutting McNeekin underneath the basket, passes it out to Beerman. Beerman now to McElroy, left wing, down to Hendricks. Hendricks to the free throw line, almost has it ripped away from behind. 
Hendricks going to go up in the lane and gets it to fall, one-handed. Gavin Hendricks just keeps going around the basket. He's got four. He's got all of Cumberland's four. Here comes Campbell back the other way. Campbell's going to go strong with it. Too strong. Rebound will go to Bolt. Bolt gets the rebound. Hits first. Maddox will bring it up. Pirates trail by one. It's five to four. Cumberland's yet to lead here tonight in this first quarter. Bolt has it now working the left block. Now he's double teamed. Fights out of it. Going to spin move up into the lane. Tough shot. Couldn't get it to fall. Rebound will go to Josiah Maxey. Maxey over to Atwood. Atwood's going to drive into the lane. Tough shot. No good. Rebound will go to Maddox McElroy. Maddox with the rebound. And he will slowly bring it up as we are closing in on halfway through this first quarter. McNeekin has it right wing. Now to cutting Hendricks. Hendricks double teamed. Going to fight through it. Goes up and he's fouled. Foul, I believe, will go on Shom. That'll be his first, team second. He'll send Gavin Hendricks to the free throw line with a chance to give the Pirates the lead. Hendricks at the line. First one on the way. It's up. Up it short. As Beerman, McGee, and Weber all check in, McElroy, Bolt, and that is Caleb Beerman sitting down. Kelby Beerman checked in. Also, we had substitution for St. Elmo as Stein checked in as well. Second one on the way for Hendricks. Left that one short. Rebound, though, goes to McGee. McGee has it. Right wing. He'll fire up a three. Off back iron. No good. Rebound's on the floor. And it will go to St. Elmo. And Josiah Maxey, he's going to turn it over, though. Here comes McGee. Behind the back. Layup. Good. Trevor McGee gives the Pirates their first lead of the night with some nifty ball movement. Atwood has it. Gets it over to Campbell. Campbell's going to drive to the elbow. Now back to Atwood. Goes up strong with it. No shotgun and the foul. Foul will go on McGee. That's his second. Atwood gets that one to fall. Takes back the lead. 7-6. McElravey will check in. McGee will sit down. Bolt will check in as well. Beerman will sit down. That's Kelby Beerman. Also, we had a substitution for St. Elmo as Mason checked in. Atwood at the free throw line looking for the old-fashioned three-point play. It's up, it's on the way, and it's good. So St. Elmo takes back the lead. It's 8-6 to six now. Madness will bring it up. No pressure this time from St. Elmo, but they're moved into a 2-3 zone. Over to Weber, corner. Weber in the corner, gets it over McMeekin, left side. Now back to Maddox, Matt Berge on the right. Maddox, right. Gets it to McMeekin, or excuse me, gets it to Hendricks at the free throw line. He's going to go up with it. Nope, they traveled. Got the basket to fall, but he's going to get called for a travel beforehand. That's the third turnover of the night on the Pirates. Eight to six, St. Elmo leads here, closing in on the end of the first period. Atwood. Going to get it over to Stein. Stein down low. Campbell shot up and good. Campbell extends the lead to four. Ten to six. Biggest lead of the night for St. Elmo. And they're going to travel on Bolt this time. So Bolt with the travel. That's four turnovers on the Pirates. And St. Elmo will take over again. Is that one with it? He's going to get it left side now to Stein. Stein over to the free throw line with Mason. Mason's going to go back to Campbell. Left elbow. Shot no good. 
Rebound will go to Bolt. Bolt's second rebound of the night. Now Bolt's going to get it right wing. Gets it back to McElravy. McElravy over to McNeekin. McNeekin on the right side. Now to Weber. Weber, now they're strictly double teaming Hendricks. Now to Bolt. Bolt goes back to McNeekin. Right wing. McNeekin drives to the lane. He's out to Bolt. Now to McElravy. Left side. McElravy on the left wing. He's going to drive inside. Spin move. Tough shot. Couldn't get the fall. Rebound will go to Mason. Mason to Campbell. Campbell thought about the three and said he's going to pass along to a wide open Pasley for three. Good. And Cumberland Trail 13 to 6 with 2.05 left, and we're going to get a timeout here from the Pirates. It'll be a full timeout, so we'll take 30 seconds as well. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Basketball on WCRA. Ever think you'd retire a millionaire? It's possible with Avabco Midwest. Their world-class benefits include the employee stock ownership plan, profit share two times a year, free life insurance up to $50,000, health, prescription drug, dental, vision coverage, and you get a weekly paycheck. Off-shift general labor starts up to $20 an hour, depending on their skills and experience. All shifts available at this time. Join the Avabco team today by applying at jobs.avabcomw.com. Avabco Midwest is an equal opportunity employer. This is Cumberland High School Basketball on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here. 205 left to go first period of this third place game at the 62nd Annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. And the Pirates trail 13-6. Cumberland has led at one point. They led 6-5. That's their only lead thus far. Once they got those six points now, they have given up a little eight-point run to the Eagles. They almost full court, 2-1-2 two, two defense. Bolt, McElravey, McMeekin, Hendricks, and Weber out there for the Pirates. McElravey has it in the backcourt. Now get around Pasley. Gets it across half court. Now 2-3 zone for St. Elmo over McMeekin. McMeekin. The McElravey to Bolt. Bolt down low. Gets it to Hendricks. Hendricks double teamed. Can go up with it anyway. Shot good in the foul. Hendricks hits the basket to fall. And he'll be rewarded with a free throw. Foul will go on Mason. His first. Team's third. And Hendricks will to the free throw line where he's 0 for 2 tonight. On the way, and it's good. So Gavin cashes in on the good old-fashioned three-point play. He's got the lead down to nine, 13 to nine. Excuse me, lead down to four. Atwood with it. Gets it over to Stein. Stein left elbow. He's going to pass it back to Schaub, who sinks the elbow shot from the right side. Schaub with two. It's 15 to nine. McElravey up to McNeekin. McNeekin back to McElravey. He's out by half court. McElravey, now over to Weber, left wing. Weber to McNeekin, he'll take a long three, no good. Rebound to Hendricks, he'll go up strong with it and in. Gavin with the rebound and the putback, falls on the floor, still on the floor, and we got a jump ball, and it will stay with St. Elmo. As that was Atwood, who was trying to drive the lane, and just kind of had it maybe poked loose by a pirate. And then it was Bolt who tied it up. Hasley gets it in. 
to Stein. Stein's going to go up strong with it. Shot good in the foul. So Stein gets the basket to fall. The foul, I believe, will be on on Bolt. Nope. Right? No, it'll be on McMeekin. His first. Team's fifth. Nelson signed to the free throw line for the three-point play. Thus far, St. Omo, three for three from the line. Has had a little bit of a wet floor, I believe. Those players were battling for the jump ball. Stein at the line, looking to cash in on the three-point play, and does. 18-11, left for the minute to go in this first quarter. McElravey has it. He's double-teamed in the backcourt. He's got to do something when it gets it up to Hendricks. Hendricks will fire up a three from the right wing. Left it short. Rebound and will go out to Maxi. Maxi will bring it up. Gets it over to Campbell. Campbell to Atwood. Corner three. Good. Our corner three. And McElravey will bring it up. Gets it over to McNeekin. McNeekin back to McElravey. McElravey tries to leave his way through the defense, and he walks. That's five turnovers now on the Pirates. Pasley will come in. Pasley will come in. Stein will sit down here with 27.9 seconds left. It's suddenly a 10-point game. 21-11, to St. Elmo leads. Atwood with it. He's going to hand it off to Campbell. Campbell now out to Josiah Maxey. They're going to hold for the final shot here. Back to Campbell. Campbell. Now directing traffic. He's going to go right wing. Gets it over to Atwood. Atwood between the circles. Now dribbles around to the left side. Gets it over. That is to Pasley. Pasley's going to drive at the basket, and they're going to get a foul. Foul. Foul will go on Weber. That'll be his first. And already six team fouls for the Pirates. Pasley will be shooting two here. He's a perfect two for two at the line right now. 1.3 seconds left. First of the free throws on the way is up. Nope, left that one short. As Mason will check back in, Atwood will sit down here with 1.3 seconds left to go in the ballgame. Or left to go in the first quarter, excuse me. Second one on the way is up. That one is good. 22 to 11. Campbell will sit down. And Colin Maxey will check in. With 1.3 seconds left. And Bolt will fire it into the first row. He was trying to get it up ahead to Weber, I believe. But instead, he fired it into the first row. So St. Elmo will take over underneath the basket. Actually hit a fan in the front row. Inbound will go to Campbell. Castle, or shot will be tipped, and that'll do it. So after one quarter of play, San Elmo leads 22-11 to 11 over your Cumberland Pirates. We'll take a break and have second quarter action just a second. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates basketball on WCRA. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two-liter of Pepsi or diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. This is Cumberland High School Basketball on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School, the 62nd annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. The third place game, and it's been all St. Elmo. They lead 22-11. It will be Cumberland basketball coming out of the end of the quarter. McElravey will bring it up for the Pirates. Hamill is still playing that 2-3 zone now. Over to Weber. Weber left wing. Now to McMeekin on the right wing. Over to Bolt in the corner. Bolt in the corner. Now gets it out to McMeekin. McElravey. Weber. Weber left wing. He'll fire up the three. No good. Rebound will go to Campbell. Campbell. Going to drive at the basket. Tries to lay it up. Pass, or shot may have been tipped. And Gavin Hendricks went down hard. And that one blocked as well, and we got Hendricks still down. He'll finally get up, and we're going to get a timeout for, for Hendricks, who's down on the court. And so Hendricks will sit down, and McGee will check in after Hendricks hit, the, hit his head and his back, fighting for that ball after it was tipped. So McGee will check in. Over to Bolt. Bolt now to McMeekin in the corner. Now up top, McElravey. McElravey in between the circles. Now get over McMeekin, right corner. Back to McElravey, right wing. Now to Weber, left wing. Weber, left wing to Bolt. Bolt now to McGee. McGee, corner three from the left side. Good. McGee with the corner three. And it's now 14 to 22. Back the other way. Shot no good by Pasley. Rebound, though, goes to Atwood. He'll dribble all the way out. Atwood goes left side now to Schaub. Schaub up top again to Atwood. And we got a foul away from the basket. Offensive foul. That one will be on Schaub, his second. Schaub will sit down as Stein will check back in for Schaub. Also, Hendricks will check back in for the Pirates. Weber will sit down. McGee brings it up to McNeekin. Now over to Hendricks. Hendricks going to drive right at the basket. Lost the handle. He gets it out to McNeekin for corner three. Left it short. Rebound will go to Campbell. Here comes Campbell. Full head of steam. He's got one man to beat. He's going to go right at 
And he's going to get the basket, the count, and the foul. Went right at McElravey, who tried to draw the charge. But instead, they'll say the basket is good by Campbell. Foul will go on McElravey, his first, and Campbell will head to the free throw line for one more. Campbell's free throw on the way. No good. Rebound will go to Maddox McElravey. And I believe we have a foul. Yes, there will be a foul on Atwood. His first. And the St. Elmo faithful are not happy with that call. But nonetheless, it will be Cumberland basketball. McElravey. Going to get it up to McGee. McGee almost has a poke loose. Gets out to McElravey. McElravey back to McGee between the circles. Now over to Hendricks. Left side. Hendricks take a long jumper from the left side. Left it short. Rebound will go to Pasley. Pasley is going to drive at the basket. Now stops at the free throw line. Gets it out to Stein. Stein to Campbell. Campbell thought about the straight on three and says he's going to dribble it back out to center court. Campbell guarded by Hendricks. Gets a screen. Going to go with the right block. Shot no good. He's fouled. And he'll be shooting two. Foul will go. And go on Hendricks. That's his second. And Campbell will head to the free throw line for two more. Missed his first one. This one on the way. For Campbell. It's up. And that one is good. As Beerman will check in. And Bolt will sit down, and we're going to get a timeout from Cumberland. It'll be 30 seconds. We'll take 30 seconds as well. You'll listen to Cumberland Fire Basketball on WCRA. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenup. Scott's Building Center has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more for a fee they can also deliver. Callers stop by today and see what they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. Don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenup. This is Cumberland High School Basketball on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here to the 62nd Annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. Third place game. St. Elmo leads your Cumberland Pirates 25-14. Campbell at the free throw line for his second free throw. Campbell's free throw. It's up. It's on the way. No good. Off back rim. Rebound will go to McGee. McGee, it's over to Maddox, who will bring it up. McElravey, going to go to McNeekin, right wing. Now back to McElravey. McElravey, right side, now a more traditional man-to-man defense from St. Elmo. Down low, Hendricks, Hendricks going to go up strong with it and puts it up and in. It kind of hung up there on the rim, but it eventually fell, and it's 25-16. Back the other way, Stein lays it up the other way and in. Cumberland didn't get back on defense quick enough. It's 27-16. McGee picks up his dribble, goes cross-court McNeekin. McNeekin goes back to McGee. McGee back to McNeekin. Now over to Hendricks in the corner. Hendricks in the corner. Now back to McGee, back to Hendricks left wing, and travel on Gavin Hendricks. 
sixth turnover of the night on the Pirates. So it will be St. Elmo basketball here. 4.40 left to go in this first half. 27-16, St. Elmo leads. Asley with it, guarded by McGee. He's going to go left side, gets around McGee, lays it up, couldn't get the fall. Rebound will go to McGee. McGee. Full head of steam is going to get knocked down, and they're going to call it travel. And then the turnover on the Pirates. That's seven now. Mason will check in for St. Elmo. Josiah Maxey will sit down. And Bolt will check back in. Beerman will sit down. 425 left to go in this first half. It's 27-16. Lead is 11. It'll be Campbell with it right wing. Guarded by Hendricks. Now between the circles. Gets it over Pasley. Pasley right corner. Spin move into the lane. Now gets out to Campbell. Campbell free throw line jumper. No good. Rebounds fought for. Still fought for. It's going to go to Pasley. Ball's now on the ground. And it's going to go out to Stein. Stein to Campbell. Campbell's going to go strong from the block and got it to fall. 29-16. St. Elmo. McGee, full head of steam. Picks up his dribble. Goes cross-court Hendricks. Hendricks left wing to Bolt. Bolt going to go over in the corner. McMeekin now to McGee, right wing. Now to Bolt, right elbow. Now back out to McGee. He'll take the three. No good. Rebound that time goes to Stein. Stein to Atwood, who will bring it up. Atwood's going to get right around McMeek and gets it over in the corner. Wide open, Paisley corner three. No good. Rebound will go to Hendricks. Hendricks lost the handle of it. will go out of bounds, and it will stay with the Pirates. 3.13 left to go in the first half. 29-16. to 16. Bolt to McGee. Back to Bolt. Back to McGee. McGee will finally get it across half court. Picks up his dribble, though. He's in trouble. Gets it down low. Hendricks. Hendricks in the lane. Tough shot. No good. He's fouled. Foul will go on. Mate. Stein, excuse me. His first. And Hendricks will head to the free throw line where he is one for three. He'll get two more right here. That one up on the way. Left it short again. So we'll say 29 to 16. Cumberland just four points, five points this quarter. And that one no good either. That one gets the rebound. 250 left to go here in this first half. Then all St. Elmo. Stein has it. He gets it to Mason between the circles. Mason over to Atwood. Right wing down low. Pass is going to be stolen by McMeekin. Nice steal from McMeekin as he telegraphed that one. Get over to McGee. McGee, left wing, picks up his dribble. Gets it to a cutting McElroy underneath. Reverse layup. Good. And it's 29-18. Down to 11 is the lead for St. Elmo. Atwood has it. Gets it over to Stein. Stein. Now to Mason. Mason's going to go over to Campbell. He'll take the elbow jumper. No good. Rebound will go to McGee. McGee up ahead was trying to get it to McMeekin. Threw it too hard. And that'll be a turnover. Josiah Maxey will check in for Mason. 
That turnover was Cumberland's eighth. Atwood will bring it up once and more for St. Elmo. Gets it over to Stein. Stein. Pass is going to be tipped. It's going to be stolen by McMeekin. He'll lay it up and in the other way. Good transition defense. Turning it into offense by McMeekin. And we're under double digits. It's 29 to 20. And we will get a 30-second timeout from St. Elmo. So the Pirates trying to claw their way back into this thing before the end of the half. They still trail. 29 to 20, 153 left to go. And once again for Cumberland, you look at fouls. They've become another factor in this game. Already 18 fouls for the Pirates. Uh, McGee has two and Hendricks has two. So not nearly as bad of a situation as last night where you had two or three players with three fouls. But still, a lot of fouls out there for the Pirates already in tonight's game. As St. Elmo, like I said, takes the timeout. And it will be San Elmo basketball coming out of the timeout. Cumberland trying to put up a little bit of a a little bit of a run here to end the half and try and claw their way, like we said, back into this thing. They still trail by nine. A couple big defensive stops for the Pirates past a couple trips down. Atwood will bring it up. Once again for San Elmo. He's out at center court, guarded by or guarded by McElravey. Now Atwood will drive, fakes the pass, goes up, and he's fouled. Foul will be on Max McWarby. That'll now be his second. And it will send Atwood to the free throw line for two. He's one for one from the line thus far tonight. First one on the way from Atwood. Is up and good. Hit the front rim, got the home roll, and got it to fall in. And the lead is back up to 10, 30 to 20. Second one on the way from Atwood is up. That one good as well. 31 to 20. McRaby to Bolt to McMeekin. Now McGee. McGee picked up his dribble. He's in the backcourt still. He's got to do something with it. Gets over McMeekin. Now goes back to McGee. He's going to try and split the zone. Does free throw line jumper. No good. Too strong. It's his own rebound. Gets it out to Maddox. Maddox. Trying to get it over again. That'll be a turnover. Turnover. Up ahead. Shot. Good. From Josiah Maxey. That was just transition basketball from St. Elmo. Getting out and running. Bolt has it now with just a minute left to go in the half. Bolt. Up ahead. McGee. Cumberland has numbers. McGee's going to lay it up from the left side. Good. McGee lays it in for two, trying to get the steal. Now Cumberland is disadvantaged. But now Atwood has it here, less than a minute to go. They're going to double team Atwood, and he's going to pass it on to Stein. Stein out to Campbell. Cumberland playing some close defense here. Campbell has it. Spin move into the lane. Tough shot. Nobody's going to pass it out to Atwood. Wide open. Shot. Good. Hit the back iron, got the kind jump into the hoop. It's 35-22. Max McElravey to Bolt, now to McGee. McGee, right wing. McGee now out to McElravey. McElravey back to Bolt, back to McElravey, out by the volleyball court line, and Cumberland will hold for the final shot here. McElravey to Bolt. Bolt going to go over to McGee, left wing. McGee, three, no good, too strong. Rebound will go to Pasley. 
Hasley is going to be poked out of bounds, and it will be a turnover on St. Elmo. Five turnovers on St. Elmo. As it will be Maddox McElravey to inbound it. Now, no, now they're saying it's St. Elmo basketball. I don't know what that was. 1.5 seconds left. It will be St. Elmo who will be inbounding it. I thought they had it, but they said it was poked out of bounds by the Pirates. As they're looking inbound, it helps get into Atwood who will heave it. Off the backboard, couldn't get to fall. So at the end of the first half, Pirates trail 35-22. to 22. We'll be back with a look at the stats. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Basketball on WCRA. Every day, your bank should touch every corner of your life. First Neighbor Bank is there to help you turn your life's goals into accomplishments. Goals like going to college, opening a small business, buying a home, planning a wedding, having a baby. From your first car to your new life after retirement, First Neighbor Bank will be there for all of your life's milestones. Let us touch your life. Open an account or talk to us about a loan today at any of our nine convenient locations. Online at firstneighbor.com. Committed to our communities, First Neighbor Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. But honey, you promised. I know, I know. I'm tired of the cabinet doors coming off the hinges. You promised to update the kitchen last year. I know, but my saw is a short and won't run. I don't even know where my hammer is, let alone my jigsaw and level. Well, we can go to Scott's Building Center in Greenup and I can look at cabinets and countertops and you can find all the new tools or you can rent the tools you'll need. Plus, they're the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Let's go, get in the car. Show your support with an Orca cooler or chaser with your team logo from Scott's Building Center. Go team. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. 
Every day, your bank should touch every corner of your life. First Neighbor Bank is there to help you turn your life's goals into accomplishments. Goals like going to college, opening a small business, buying a home, planning a wedding, having a baby. From your first car to your new life after retirement, First Neighbor Bank will be there for all of your life's milestones. Let us touch your life. Open an account or talk to us about a loan today at any of our nine convenient locations. Online at firstneighbor.com. Committed to our communities, First Neighbor Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Ever think you'd retire a millionaire? It's possible with Avabco Midwest. Their world-class benefits include the employee stock ownership plan, profit share two times a year, free life insurance up to $50,000, health, prescription drug, dental, vision coverage, and you get a weekly paycheck. Off-shift general labor starts up to $20 an hour, depending on their skills and experience. All shifts available at this time. Join the Avabco team today by applying at jobs.avabcomw.com. Avabco Midwest is an equal opportunity employer. Now, time for the Cumberland Basketball Halftime Report. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School here at the St. Elmo Holiday Classic, the 62nd annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. And at the half, it is St. Elmo over your Cumberland Pirates, 35-22 in this third-place game. Let's take a look at the numbers. First for Cumberland as they trail. Gavin Hendricks has 11 points to lead the Pirates. It's McGee with seven. McElravey has two. And McMeekin has two as well. For St. Elmo, scoring-wise, they're led by Atwood. He has 10. It was seven points for Campbell. Six points for Pasley. Five points each for Stein and Schaub. And two points for Josiah Maxey. And as a team, St. Elmo, 12 for 22 from the field. They're 3 of 5 from three-point land and 8 for 11 from the free-throw line. So, St. Elmo as a team doing a great job. Um, 54% from the field and they are 60% from three and 72% from the free throw line, they have 13 team rebounds and five turnovers. Your Cumberland Pirates, they are shooting 10 of 23 from the field for 43%, one of 10 from the three point line for 10%, and they are one of five for 20% from the free throw line. So, difference of six free throws there, and uh, 13 rebounds for Cumberland is tied with St. Elmo, but nine turnovers for the Pirates. Just Cumberland sending St. Elmo to the free throw line a little bit too much. Uh, you know, like I said, free throw wise, uh, it is 11 to five just on free throw shots. Not that's not making them making. Uh, St. Elmo has a seven point advantage there just on made field free throws alone, and that's part of our 13 point deficit for the Cumberland Pirates. And then also you factor in, you know, one of ten. From the three-point line, that's not going to get done. Cumberland, um, as we've talked about multiple times, when dealing with a zone defense like they're dealing with, they tend to just want to sit around that three-point line, and and you know, it's and, and I get why it's because you see, oh hey, it's an open look because the defense hasn't rotated, so it's an open look. So I'm going to take it if it's an open look, and unfortunately, that's what the defense wants you to do. the The zone defense is kind of one of the tricks of it is is 
to get non-three-point shooting teams to shoot three-point balls because they're open. And unfortunately for the Cumberland Pirates, they've fallen into that trap here tonight. And that is one of the reasons why they trail 35-22. to 22. Well, we will have a break when we come back. We will have second-half tip-off in just a second. You're all listening to the Cumberland Pirates here on WCRA. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Ever think you'd retire a millionaire? It's possible with Avabco Midwest. Their world-class benefits include the employee stock ownership plan, profit share two times a year, free life insurance up to $50,000, health, prescription drug, dental, vision coverage, and you get a weekly paycheck. Off-shift general labor starts up to $20 an hour, depending on their skills and experience. All shifts available at this time. Join the Avabco team today by applying at jobs.avabcomw.com. Avabco Midwest is an equal opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. But honey, you promised. I know, I know. I'm tired of the cabinet doors coming off the hinges. You promised to update the kitchen last year. I know, but my saw is a short and won't run. I don't even know where my hammer is, let alone my jigsaw and level. Well, we can go to Scott's Building Center in Greenup and I can look at cabinets and countertops and you can find all the new tools or you can rent the tools you'll need. Plus, they're the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Let's go, get in the car. Show your support with an Orca cooler or chaser with your team logo from Scott's Building Center. Go team. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Basketball on WCRA. Welcome back to St. Elmo High School. We get set for second half action. Your Cumberland Pirates trail 35-22. to St. Elmo Brownstown Eagles here in this third place game at the six-second annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. As we'll switch sides, Cumberland Pirates now will be traveling left to right on your radio dial. See if maybe a flipping of the uh, field will help the Cumberland Pirates. At least Cumberland's consistent. They put up 11 points each quarter. It will be St. Elmo with the basketball to start this second half. It will be Atwood getting it in the backcourt. He'll be guarded by McElravey. Atwood going to go left side. Campbell. Campbell on the left wing. Gets it up top. Pasley. He'll take a three. No good. Rebound will go to Hendricks. Hendricks with his fourth rebound of the night. Up ahead, McGee. McGee picks up his dribble. Gets it down low. Was trying to get it down low to Bolton. Said it'll be tipped down to McElravey. McElravey, Meekin, McGee. Down low looking for Hendricks. Gets it to Hendricks. Now he's double teamed. Trapped in the corner. Ball poked loose. Hendricks will pass it along to McGee. McGee will drive inside. Free throw line jumper. No good. Rebound will go to Atwood. 
Atwood with the rebound. He's going to pass it up ahead. Shot up and good. That was Josiah Maxey. And St. Elmo immediately puts points on the board, 37-22. McGee to Bolt. Bolt up ahead to McElravey. McElravey back to McGee. Now back to McElravey. Back to McGee. McGee, McMeekin. McMeekin left side. Tries to get it cross court and does to McGee. Now down low, Hendricks. Hendricks triple teamed, and they're going to get a charge on Hendricks. Hendricks will pick up his third foul. Team's first foul. And that was, I believe, Schaub. No, check that. Josiah Maxey, who I believe took that charge. Atwood has no one back there to get the ball. And we'll get a timeout from St. Elmo. They had to take a full timeout because no one was back there to get the ball. They were all just kind of sitting on the other half of the court. And Atwood was just kind of standing there going, hey, someone come and get this ball. So that'll be a 30-second timeout, not a full timeout, as Coach Fiesel wanting to talk to his guys and just be like, hey, guys, someone's got to go get that ball when we're out of bounds. We can't all just be in the half court. Someone's got to go get it. So it will still be St. Elmo basketball as they were able to get the timeout before the five-second call. And that one will come down, and he'll inbound it this time. And it looks like this time he will have Schaub down there. To get, nope, check that. Schaub's going to inbound it to Atwood. Campbell also down here for St. Elmo as well. Atwood will bring it up for the Eagles. They lead 37-22. 50 left to go, third quarter. Atwood, right side, gets it over to Schaub. Schaub to Campbell, and we got a foul. Foul on Hendricks. Another one. That's four on Gavin Hendricks. That one was up from away from the basket, and that's four fouls on Hendricks. Inbound will go to Atwood. Atwood going to go right side to Schaub. Schaub to Campbell. Campbell right wing. Campbell right wing. Now he'll come out center court. And he'll drive into the lane, picks up his dribble, in trouble, passes along to Maxie. That's Josiah Maxie. Back out to Campbell. Campbell. It's it now to Schaub. Schaub. And go to Josiah Maxey. Maxey, right wing. Picks up his dribble. Gets it over to Pasley. Pasley to Atwood. Right wing. Atwood down low. Lays it up and in. That was Schaub who got the pass. Laid it up and in. 39-22. McGee. Over to McElravey. McElravey up ahead. Bolt. Bolt to McMeekin. He's all alone. He'll take a corner three. Too strong. Rebound will go to Josiah Maxey. And we got a collision back the other way, and we're going to get a charge, I believe, on St. Elmo. Yes. As that one was on Pasley, he'll pick up his first. As Beerman will check in for the Pirates, Hendricks will have to sit down with those four fouls. So now with Hendricks on the, on the bench, someone's going to have to bring the points for the Pirates. McMeekin has it over in the corner. Gets it up ahead to McElravey. McElravey to Bolt. Bolt in between the circles. Bolt. Spin move at the free throw line. Gets it over McMeekin in the corner. Now up top, McGee. McGee over to Bolt. Right side. Bolt right side. Goes cross court. McElravey. Three-pointer from McElravey. Good. 
Maddox McElravey with a three from the corner. Gets Cumberland on the board this quarter, 39-25. Back the other way comes Campbell. Campbell's going to lay it up, couldn't finish it. Rebound will go to McNeekin. McNeekin up ahead, Beerman, and we're going to get a foul. Foul will go on Schaub. That'll be his third. As the two of them were going for the ball, Stein will check in. Schaub will sit down. As McGee will get it into Bolt in the corner. Bolt goes back to McGee, right wing. McGee at the elbow, lost it. That'll be a turnover on the Pirates. Here comes that way, back the other way. Blocked into those stands, but they're going to call a foul on McGee. McGee picks up his third foul. As that would will head to the free throw line where he's a perfect three for three tonight. Third foul on McGee, second team foul in the half. Check that. That's three team fouls for the Pirates. And what at the line? First one on the way. Good. As Mason will check in for St. Elmo, Campbell will sit down. Second one on the way for Matwood. That one no good. We got a foul, I believe, on Atwood. Yes, it will be on Atwood. His second, team third. Fighting for the ball with Beerman was Atwood. And I'll get him for a loose ball foul. McElravey. We'll bring it up. Still in the backcourt. Now get through the defense. Get to a cutting McMeekin. Lays it up from underneath. Too light. Couldn't finish. Rebound will go to Maxi. Maxi shot good. And the foul. That was Atwood with the basket. And the foul. He'll be rewarded with one more. No, check that. It was a foul, but it was on the court. It'll be third on McElravey. Inbound pass will go to Mason. Mason, that when we got a foul on St. Elmo back the other way. Foul will be on. Ref motioned. I thought he motioned four. No, it's 14. They said there is no number four for St. Elmo, but it'll be on number 14, Josiah Maxey. His second. Team's fourth. As we're getting quite accustomed to hearing the whistle blow in this third quarter. 40-25. to 25. lead. McGee has it. Out to Bolt. Bolt, double team. Gets it over to Maddox in the corner. Maddox in the corner. Down low, back to Bolt. Bolt, double team. Tries to spin into the lane. Ball's on the floor. They're fighting for it. And we got a jump ball. And it will be... Same with the Pirates, I believe. Yes, it will. Possession A or we'll keep it with Cumberland. Maddox will inbound it underneath the basket. It's in the bolt. Bolt to McGee. And he's going to go back to Maddox in the corner for three. Good. Max McCarty has made two straight of those. <coughs> and it's a 12-point lead. Atwood, right wing. Guarded by McElravey. He'll hand it off to Josiah Maxey. Maxey goes back to Atwood out at center court. Atwood, going to go right side. Dishes it over in the corner to Mason. Shot up from Mason. Good. 
Mason, he's got one of those rainbow shots that go high up in the air. It's 42-28. Pass tips, and it'll be a turnover on the Pirates. They're 11. Atwood has it. Atwood, one-on-one with McElravey. Atwood, out by half court. Now he's going to drive. Goes right at the hoop. Shot up good. Atwood with two more. And it's 44-28, and Cumberland's going to take a timeout. It'll be a full timeout, so we'll take 30 as well. Hilton, Cumberland Power Basketball on WCRA. Every day, your bank should touch every corner of your life. First Neighbor Bank is there to help you turn your life's goals into accomplishments. Goals like going to college, opening a small business, buying a home, planning a wedding, having a baby. From your first car to your new life after retirement, First Neighbor Bank will be there for all of your life's milestones. Let us touch your life. Open an account or talk to us about a loan today at any of our nine convenient locations. Online at firstneighbor.com. Committed to our communities, First Neighbor Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Basketball on WCRA. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School, where with 3.14 left in the third quarter, it's been all St. Elmo. They lead 44-28 in this quarter. Cumberland got it down to 12. That's about as close as the Pirates have gotten in this quarter. Gavin Hendricks playing with four fouls. Max McClary with three fouls. McGee with three fouls. As once again, fouls and free throws piling up for the Pirates. Bolt will inbound it for Cumberland. And into Maddox McCreary. He goes back to Bolt. Back to McGee. McGee's still in the backcourt. Now he'll get it across half court. Almost lost the handle of it himself. Silver McNeekin in the corner. McNeekin to McGee. He's going to drive inside. Free throw line, hop, step, jumper. Good. From McGee. 44 to 30. 14 points in Elmo lead. Atwood double team passes. Tip. McNeekin's got it on the breakaway. Here comes McNeekin. Lays it up and in. Second time tonight, McNeekin's done that where he's gotten the steal and then came back the other way. It's 44 32. As we said, no matter what you say about this Cumberland Pirate team, heart is something they have lots of. And they don't keep fighting. Build the final whistle. Mason has it. It's over to Campbell. Campbell between the circles. Campbell. Going to go to Mason, right side. Mason on the right side. Now to Stein. Stein to Pasley. Right wing. Now down low Campbell. Shot up. No good. He's fouled. Foul will go on. Bolt, his first, team's fifth. And we'll send Campbell to the free throw line where he is one for three tonight. we get two more right here. First one's up, it's on the way. No good off back iron. As Weber will check in, Bierman will sit down. Also, Shaw will check in for St. Elmo. Mason will sit down. Second one on the way from Campbell. After he missed the first one. Steps on the way. It's good. 45-32. to 32. Cumberland loved this game 6-5. to five. That's the closest they've been. That was back in the first quarter. He has it between the circles. Picks up his dribble. 
Got to do something with it. He's going to pass it over to Weber in the corner. Weber's pass going to be tipped and turned over. Here comes Pasley on the breakaway shot up. No good. He's fouled. Foul will go on. Max McRae, that's now his fourth foul. And he'll send Pasley to the free throw line where he is three for four tonight. So he'll get two more here. First one is up. It's on the way. Short. So it'll stay 45-32. As Bierman will check in, McElravey will sit down. McElravey had six points when Hendricks went down due to foul trouble. And now McElravey wants to sit on the bench. Pasley's second free throw on the way after he missed the first. It's up and no good either. Rebound will go to Bierman. That's Caleb Bierman. Over to McGee. McGee picks up his dribble. Tries to get it to Bolt and got a foul. Now we'll go on sign, I believe. That'll be his second. Team's fifth. Carmelo inbound it underneath the basket. But McGee will inbound it. Gets it into Bolt in the corner. Bolt will take a corner. Three. No good. Rebound will go to Atwood. Atwood almost lost it to McMeekin. They're going to get a foul on McMeekin. That'll be his second. Team seventh. He'll be shooting a one-on-one already. Van Elmo will be in the bonus for the final 90 seconds of this third quarter and the rest of the game. Atwood will be at the line. Atwood's four for five from the line tonight. He's got the first of a one-on-one coming up. First one on the way from Atwood is up. And good. So he'll increase the lead by one. 46 to 32. Second one on the way from Atwood. Is up and good as well. Perfect six for six from the line is Atwood. And it's 47 to 32. McGee still in the backcourt. Gets it ahead to Bolt. Bolt to Weber. Weber. Goes back to Bolt. Bolt over to McGee, left wing. McGee, left wing, picks up his dribble, gets it down low. Bolt's going to go up with it, and in. Bolt got a little bit of separation there. He was able to put the ball in the basket. 47-34. Atwood with it. Hands it off to Schaub. Schaub goes back to Atwood. Atwood out by the half-court line. Atwood's going to drive left side, dishes out to Campbell. Campbell. Going to go back now to Schaub at half court. Now over to Atwood. 45 seconds left. Atwood drives by Bierman. Now he'll hand it off to Pasley. Pasley back up top to Schaub. Schaub. Now over to Campbell. And St. Emma's just going to hold for the final shot here. 28 seconds left. Schaub now double teamed. Chubb's in trouble with it. Gets over to Pasley in the corner. Pasley in the corner. Dribbles back out. Gets it over to Atwood. Atwood. Out by the volleyball court line. Gets it over to Campbell. Seven seconds left. Campbell. Pasley. Three-pointer. No good. Rebound. It's going to go up and shot. Good and the foul. 
Job got the rebound and the basket, and he'll be rewarded with a trip to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Foul will go on McNeekin. Check that. Foul will go on both. his second. And Shaw will head to the free-throw line for the first time tonight. Free-throw on the way from Schaub. It's up. No good with two seconds left. McGee's got it. He's just going to heave it. No good. So after three quarters of play, it's 49 to 34. Cumberland Trails. We're back with final quarter action here on WCRA. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause, refuel with a refreshing and always delicious two liter of Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Basketball on WCRA. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School. It's the 62nd annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament third place game. Start of the fourth quarter. Pirates trail 49-34. to It's a 15-point game. And it will be St. Elmo Basketball. It will be Meekin, McGee, Hendricks, McElravey, and Weber. Atwood has it. Going to get it over to Schaub. Schaub on the left wing. Going to pass it up to Atwood. Atwood. Now gets out to half court. Now he'll get around McMeekin. Gets to the free throw line. Picks up his dribble. He's going to dish it over right side to Josiah Maxey. Tough shot from Maxey. May have been tipped. And he'll go up ahead to McMeekin. McMeekin's going to lay it up and in on the fast break. McMeekin got down 49 to 36. Atwood's going to get right around McMeekin. Shot couldn't fall. Rebound will go to McElravey. McElravey, McMeekin, left side. McMeekin, back to McElravey. Now to Hendricks, the free throw line over McGee, corner. McGee, left corner. Going to go cross-court Weber. Weber will take a three. No good. Rebound's going to be fought for, and it's going to go to St. Elmo. We got a foul battling. Rebound was on Pasley. Foul, I believe, was on Weber, his second. And Atwood will be shooting no one and one again. Atwood at the line where he is a perfect six for six from the line. He'll get another one here at least. At least one more. First one on the way. Is good. Perfect seven for seven for Atwood. Got the lead up 50 to 36. Second one on the way from Atwood. Up. Good as well. 51-36. St. Elmo leads. 
McGee has it. McGee going to the right wing. Picked up his dribble. Now he's trying to go across court McMeekin and does. McMeekin now in trouble. Just out to Mac Ravy to Hendricks. Tough shot from Hendricks. Left it short. Rebounded McGee. Can't get it. That second opportunity there. McGee stuck with it. Made the second opportunity fall. And it's 51-38. Atwood's still in the backcourt. And we got a foul. And it's a charge. McGee drew that charge. And it will go on Schaub. That'll be his fourth. And he'll have to sit as Stein checks back in. 6.29 left to go in the ballgame. It's 51-38. St. Elmo leads. McGee with it. Picks up his dribble. Gets it over to McElravey. McElravey over to McNeekin. McNeekin to McGee. McGee right wing. Out of the free throw line. Gets it out, McMeekin. McMeekin's going to drive underneath, lays it up, can't finish. Rebound will go out of bounds, and it will be Cumberland basketball. McElravey will inbound it for the Pirates. It's the Hendricks in the corner. He'll load up a corner three. Good. Gavin Hendricks with a corner three, and suddenly it's a 10-point game. 51-41. Will be Pasley with it out at center court. Pasley going to go right side. Gets it over now to Campbell. Campbell's going to drive into the lane. Tough shot. Got it to fall. A pretty underhanded layup. Up ahead, Hendricks. Hendricks going to go right at it and gets the basket to fall. Gavin Hendricks for two. And it's 53 to 43. And we got a travel on St. Elmo. Seven turnovers now for the Eagles. And Cumberland's going to try to get it down under 10 for the first time in a long time. Here with 531 left to go in the ballgame. 53-43, St. Elmo leads. McElravey with it. It's over to Weber. Right wing back to McElravey. McElravey's going to go back to Weber. Weber right side goes back to McElravey. Now back over to McNeekin. McNeekin, McGee in the corner. McGee in the corner. McNeekin. McElravey. McElravey's going to drive. He's at the elbow. Tough shot from the elbow. Can't get the fall. Rebound will be fought for. It's going to go to Atwood. Atwood with the rebound. Going to come up. Passes it. Now gets it back on the give and go. Shot good in the foul. That's good. Foul will go on Weber. That's his third. Beerman will check in. Weber will sit down. Atwood now will head to the free throw line with a chance for the old-fashioned three-point play. He's perfect thus far from the line tonight. Seven for seven. This one on the way. No good. Left it short. Rebound will actually bounce off of Hendricks. But Hendricks will control it. Up ahead, McGee. Now back to Hendricks. He'll take a left wing three. No good. Left it short. Rebound goes McElravey. McElravey shot up and good. So McElravey gets the rebound, gets the putback, and Cumberland trims the lead by two. It's back to 10 points, 45 to 55. And Cumberland's going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll take 30 seconds as well. You'll listen to Cumberland Pirate Basketball and WCRA. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. 
We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. This is Cumberland High School Basketball on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School. Third place game of the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. Cumberland's got the lead down to 10. 4.42 left to go. Cumberland trailed by 15 entering this final quarter. Pirates have come alive and trimmed the lead down to 10. They're still trying to get it under double digits for the first time in a while. Campbell will bring it up for the Eagles. Campbell guarded by McGee. Campbell gets it over now to Stein. Now back to Campbell. Ball poked loose, but Atwood's going to pick it up. Gets it over left side. Now back to Atwood. Atwood underneath, and they're going to get Atwood for a travel. Atwood with the travel, and the Pirates have a chance to get it under double digits. And Bolt will check back in. Beerman will sit down. McElravey will inbound it to McGee, who gives it right back to McElravey. No pressure from St. Elmo this time. They're still in that 2-3 zone. McElravey out to McMeekin. Thought about the three, gets it back to McElravey. He'll take a deep three. No good. Rebound will go to Bolt. Bolt's going to try and go up strong with it, and he's fouled. Foul will go on Josiah Maxey, his third. Beerman will check in. Both Caleb Beerman as well as Kelby Beerman check in. Hendricks and McElravey sit down. Bolt will head to the free throw line for two. Bolt has not shot any free throws yet. He's going to try and get the lead down to do- under double digits. That one no good. Actually, it was a one and one because they said it wasn't a shooting foul. Rebound will go to Atwood. Going to get it up ahead to Campbell. Corner three. Good. Caleb Campbell with the corner three. Gets at 58-45. <coughs> McGee misses his three back the other way. Rebound. We'll go to Stein. Stein to Campbell. Campbell back to Stein. Long two from Stein. No good. Off back iron. Rebound will go to Bierman. Bierman will bring it up for the Pirates. Gets it over. That is Kelby to Caleb. Back to Kelby. Over to McGee. McGee, between the circles, goes to McMeekin. McMeekin, down low bolt. He's underneath the basket, passes it out to Beerman, and we got a foul. Foul will be on Josiah Max. That's his fourth. Being foul number eight, and it will send uh, Caleb Beerman to the free throw line for a one-on-one. And Maxie will sit down. Job will check back in. He's got four fouls as well. One and one on the way from Caleb Beerman. Beerman at the line. First free throw of the night. Puts it up. No good. Rebound will go to Atwood. Atwood. Goes left side. Now he's going to drive into the lane. Picks it up in the middle of the lane. Gets over to Stein. Stein has a poke loose. Now be a turnover. 
up ahead, McGee. McGee's going to drive into the lane, gets it out. McMeekin, corner three, good. McMeekin with a corner three. Pirates have it back to 10, 58-48. Gamble. Started by McGee. Gamble's going to drive left side. Gets it down low, sign, and they're going to get a jump ball, and it'll be a Cumberland basketball. Good job by Caleb Bierman of forcing that jump ball. And Bierman will come out. And Bolt will sit down. 2.35 left to go in the ballgame. It's a 10-point game. Down low, Hendricks. Hendricks, tough shot. Nope, he's going to get it out to McMeekin. McMeekin, tough shot from the left side. Can't get the ball. Hendricks with the rebound. Puts it up and in. Hendricks flying in for the rebound. And Cumberland, like we said, has the lead now under 10. It's 58 to 50. And we got a foul on McMeekin. I believe it will be on McMeekin. We'll be shooting two. It will be on McMeekin. That's his third. So that one will be shooting two. Missed his last one, did Atwood, but he'll be shooting two this time. First one on the way from Atwood. Good. Nothing but net on that one. He increases the lead back up to nine. Second one on the way from Atwood. Good as well. Got the kind roll. Hit back iron. Got the kind roll. He will bring it up 60 to 50. Hendricks corner three. No good in and out. Rebound will go to Atwood. Ball's going to be turned over by Atwood. Over to Hendricks. Hendricks tough shot in the lane. Got it to fall. to 59 left to go. Pansley with it. Gets it up to Atwood. Atwood goes back to Pansley. Pansley gets it down low to Stein. Stein's going to go up with it. Blocked by Beerman. Beerman with the block, and here come the Pirates. McElravey with it. He's going to drive with the basket. Goes right up at it, and we got a charge on Maddox McElravey. And that'll be his fifth. One of those bang-bang plays. And McElroy will have to sit down with his 15 foul. Jones will check in. Jones will check in here. 130 left to go. It's 60 to 52. Cumberland trying to make this thing interesting. Gets it into Atwood. Atwood in trouble in the backcourt. Gets it up ahead to Campbell. Campbell's going to pass it up ahead to Stein. Stein blocked by Hendricks, but it's going to be controlled by St. Elmo. And we got a timeout from St. Elmo. Coach Beasel takes a full timeout. 60 to 52. 120 left to go in the ballgame. We'll take a 30 second timeout as well. You'll see Cumberland Pirate Basketball on WCRA. Ever think you'd retire a millionaire? It's possible with Avabco Midwest. Their world-class benefits include the employee stock ownership plan, profit share two times a year, free life insurance up to $50,000, health, prescription drug, dental, vision coverage, and you get a weekly paycheck. Off-shift general labor starts up to $20 an hour, depending on their skills and experience. All shifts available at this time. Join the Avabco team today by applying at jobs.avabcomw.com. Avabco Midwest is an equal opportunity employer. 
This is Cumberland High School Basketball on 99.5-1077 WCRA. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School. 120 left to go in this third place game of the 6th-2nd Annual St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. Cumberland Trail 60-52. This is the closest the Pirates have been since the first quarter. <coughs> They still got a lot of work to do. Max McRavy is fouled out. He is done for the game. It's Jones, Hendricks, McGee, McMeekin, and Beerman. That's Caleb Beerman. Damo to inbound it. Still looking to inbound it. Oh, all alone lays it up and in. Someone forgot to pick up Schaub, and he was all alone. And he had an easy layup there, and it's down to 10. McGee with it. Gets it to Hendricks. Hendricks in the lane. Going to go up strong with it. No good. Rebound will go to Campbell. Campbell with the rebound, and we got... Ball going to go out of bounds, and it will be Cumberland basketball. So a turnover on St. Elmo. That's their 11th turnover of the night. And it will be Cumberland basketball underneath the basket. McGee gets it up top. McMeekin. McMeekin over to Jones. Jones going to come inside, gets to the free throw line, gets it out McGee. McGee will fire up a three. No good. Off back iron. Rebound's fought for. It's going to go Pasley. Pasley up ahead. All alone again is Schaub, and he's going to lay it up and in. He was just left all alone. McGee will try the two-pointer. No good. Off back iron. Rebound will go to Campbell this time. And we're going to get a foul. That'll be on Hendricks, and that's his fifth. So Hendricks will have to sit down. He's done. Bolt will check back in. Here with 35.5 seconds left. 64 to 52. San Elmo leads, and Campbell will head to the free throw line where he is two for five tonight. He'll shoot two here. First one up on the way from Campbell. No good. But it'll stay 64 to 52. As now Stein will check in. Maxie will sit down. 35.5 seconds left to go in the ballgame. <coughs> Campbell's free throw. It's up. It's on the way. It's good. He increases the lead by one. 65-52. McGee. Bull head of steam. Picks up his dribble. And go over to Bolt. Bolt, working the right block. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound will go to Atwood. And Coach Randall saying, don't foul. Atwood will get it across half court with 15 seconds left. And St. Elmo will take third place here in their own tournament. It may not be playing for the championship like they're used to, but it's a win anyways for St. Elmo. Win by 13, 65 to 52, and that'll do it here tonight as St. Elmo picks up the victory. We will take a break. We'll tally up the stats. We'll be back in just a second. You're listening to Cumberland Meyer Basketball on WCRA. But, honey, you promised. I know. I know. 
I'm tired of the cabinet doors coming off the hinges. You promised to update the kitchen last year. I know, but my saw is a short and won't run. I don't even know where my hammer is, let alone my jigsaw and level. Well, we can go to Scott's Building Center in Greenup, and I can look at cabinets and countertops, and you can find all the new tools, or you can rent the tools you'll need. Plus, they're the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Let's go. Get in the car. Show your support with an Orca cooler or chaser with your team logo from Scott's Building Center. Go team. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates! Hey, let's go! Every day, your bank should touch every corner of your life. First Neighbor Bank is there to help you turn your life's goals into accomplishments. Goals like going to college, opening a small business, buying a home, planning a wedding, having a baby. From your first car to your new life after retirement, First Neighbor Bank will be there for all of your life's milestones. Let us touch your life. Open an account or talk to us about a loan today at any of our nine convenient locations. Online at firstneighbor.com. Committed to our communities, First Neighbor Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenup. Scott's Building Center has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more for a fee they can also deliver. Callers stop by today and see what they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. Don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenup. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Ever think you'd retire a millionaire? It's possible with Avabco Midwest. Our world-class benefits include the employee stock ownership plan, profit share two times a year, free life insurance up to $50,000, health, prescription drug, dental, vision coverage, and you get a weekly paycheck. Off-shift general labor starts up to $20 an hour, depending on their skills and experience. All shifts available at this time. Join the Avabco team today by applying at jobs.avabcomw.com. Avabco Midwest is an equal opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. But honey, you promised. I know, I know. I'm tired of the cabinet doors coming off the hinges. You promised to update the kitchen last year. I know, but my saws are short and won't run. I don't even know where my hammer is, let alone my jigsaw and level. Well, we can go to Scott's Building Center in Greenup, and I can look at cabinets and countertops, and you can find all the new tools, or you can rent the tools you'll need. Plus, they're the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Let's go. Get in the car. Show your support with an Orca cooler or chaser with your team logo from Scott's Building Center. Go team. Now, time for the Cumberland Basketball Postgame Report. Welcome back here to St. Elmo High School, where St. Elmo gets the win tonight. Final score, 65-52. to They claim third place here in the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament as the Pirates fall to 3-6 and six on the season with the loss. Let's take a look at the numbers. First, for St. Elmo Brownstown, they were led in scoring by Atwood. He had 19. Campbell added 14. It was uh, Schaub had 13 points, 6 points as well for Pasley, 5 points for Stein, and 4 points for Maxi. As a team, St. Elmo was 20 of 34 from the field. That equates to 58% overall. They were 4 of 8 from three-point land for 50%, and they were 17 of 26 from the line for 65%. They had 28 rebounds and 11 turnovers. The Cumberland Pirates, they were led in scoring by Gavin Hendricks. He had 20 points tonight for the Cumberland Pirates. And it was 10, uh, 11 points for McGee, 10 points for McElravey, 9 points for McMeekin, 3 points for Bierman, that is Caleb Bierman, and then it was two points for Bolt. Cumberland, as a team, was 23 of 56 from the field. They were 6 of 23 from 3, 1 of 7 from the free throw line for 14%. They had 23 rebounds and 12 turnovers as a team. As coaches join me here post-game, and uh, 
Coach, it, it was a, a hard battle from the beginning, and it seemed like Cumberland got behind, just couldn't quite get into it enough there at the end uh, after making a run and just kind of ran out of time to the Pirates. Yeah, um, you know, the typical, if you've been around, typical first half, St. Elmo Holiday Tournament playing St. Elmo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I, I don't understand it. Um, you know, we, we talk about this every year. We have to avoid this. We have to avoid this. We have to avoid this. They're going to come out on fire. They're going to hit shots. If you're not prepared, it can get ugly quick. And sure enough, mm-hmm. it got ugly quick. And, you know, it, it takes a, a tip or tantrum at halftime to, to get any get any any energy out of the boys. And, um, you know, the second half they came out, they, they played with energy. We weren't perfect by mm-hmm. any means. Um, but we played hard. And when you play hard, Good things tend to happen, and uh, you know we shot the ball better. And I think that, that again, that's all in just playing hard. Yeah. And sorry, we got to we got to do that all game, and, and and until we figure out to do that, um, you know we're going to struggle at times. Did, did of course I, I have to ask? Did anything have to do with the the zone defense St. Elmo was throwing out? We've seen the Cumberland Pirates have problems with that before. Uh, putting up twenty three three pointers tonight is what I have the the Pirates down for. That's not typical Cumberland Pirate basketball. Uh, this year, did, did the zone defense create a problem for the Pirates tonight? Um, you know, I don't know that necessarily created problems. I just think we 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 allowed ourselves to create our own problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were prepared for a zone. I thought last night against Two Straws, we did a nice job against their zone. They mm-hmm. did it very little, but um, tonight we stood around too much. We we didn't move. Uh, Instead of attacking that zone and, and dribble penetrating and, and working inside out, we, we just passed it around the perimeter and, like you said, settled for threes. And in the second half, I thought we did, again, a better job against that zone. We were getting the ball inside, inside yeah. out. And, it, and, you know, I thought we shot the ball so much better. But, you know, it, I think it was more of just us not doing what we needed to do. I don't think it was really what St. Elmo did in the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they did some nice things throughout the game, but the first half we killed ourselves just with the energy and lack of effort. And, Coach, while talking to you, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking back to uh, Coach Underwood uh, for the U of I basketball team last Saturday. He was talking about leadership. Who are our leaders and where is the energy after the loss of Penn State? Do you kind of feel the same way with this Cumberland basketball team? Who's our leader? Where is the energy coming from uh, with this team? For sure, and, and that's one of the things I said at halftime. I mean, I, I questioned that and probably repeated it more times than I can remember, you know, Mm -hmm. where's our leadership, where's our leadership, we have five seniors, you know, somebody step up and, you know, light a fire here, and, you know, I thought some kids came out in the second half and really did, you know, I I thought Maddox played with a lot more energy, you know, I thought Trevin played with a lot more energy, you know, Gavin's always playing with a lot of energy, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think he let some, not just him, but I think a lot of us let factors that, again, we talked about this before, things that you can't control bother us, you know, as soon as one thing goes wrong, as soon as the, you know, in my opinion, a flop charge call, mm-hmm. you know, then, then we're thinking about it the next five, six, seven trips, and, and you're done. And we have to get past that, move to the next play. You're not always going to get the right call. They're, they're not always going to make the correct call. And it's the way it is. Move on and, and go to the next one. Absolutely. So speaking of moving on and getting ready for the next one, uh, that'll be Martinsville on Tuesday, then a couple days off before the Vandalia Holiday Tournament. Um, Coach, we're one of the few teams in the area that kind of do two holiday tournaments. Uh, and, and I know we've talked about this before. Uh, what is the benefit of doing the two holiday tournaments uh, so close together, playing so many games? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm questioning myself that. Um, you know, 
the last couple of years, and, you know, I've looked at it, and, you know, I, is it the best thing for us at this point moving forward? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the kids were excited for it and stuff in the past, and that's why right. we did it. Um, you know, this week with it being finals week, and, and it's just it's a weird week, and, and the kids, you know, I guess finals week is next week, but right. the end of that school year and stuff, the kids sometimes lose focus, um, not having the JV games, and, you know, we really have. we played tournament, a couple games, tournament, tournament. And, you know, that tournament feels different, regular season feel. And, um, you know, it, it's something we got to look at, reevaluate, and decide if it's, you know, the best for us or, or if we need to move something different to, to adjust things and be better for the kids. And let's talk about Tuesday at Martinsville. Again, uh, on the road, so to speak, for the Cumberland Pirates. What are you expecting out of this team heading into that little bit of a week break before we go to Vandalia for the holiday tournament? Like I said, I liked what I saw out of the kids um, coming out in the second half. I loved it. Yeah. I liked. I, I saw fight. I saw, you know, desire. I saw some kids that cared, mm-hmm. and and I didn't see that in the first half. So you know, I, I'm really hoping that that you know this this was the point that they figured out there in the second half that you know you just can't take time off. I right. mean, we did it the other night, and and luckily had enough to to win. You know, Wednesday night. Yep. We really, you know, it hasn't put us in a situation like it has tonight and tonight we dug a hole that we couldn't get out of and again if you don't play with energy you're gonna struggle and 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 we did that tonight and and we got to fix it special mention by the way to caleb beerman when he came in in that second half had some big defensive blocks i know at one end uh when Cumberland was trying to make a run on that and uh, some big minutes there by both the beermans played tonight as well um for the Cumberland Pirates. Well, Coach, uh, we will talk to you on Tuesday and uh, against Martinsville. Okay, thanks. Right, thanks for joining us. Coach Rail joining us here post-game show as we always greatly appreciate it. And that will do it for us here tonight from St. Elmo as the Pirates will finish fourth here at the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. And that will do it for the Pirates. They'll be back in action again on Tuesday when Cumberland travels to Martinsville. For Coach Radle joining us post-game and for Sam back at the studio getting us on and off the air, this is Eric Fry having saying have a great and a safe rest of your weekend. This has been a presentation of Cumberland Pirate Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.